This is History Storytime with Sophie, age eight. That's me. And Ellie, age six. That's me. And our daddy. That's me. We like hearing about battles, <laughs> chopping off heads, <laughs> and kings and queens. For the queen. I add in the funny bits. <laughs> I add in the disgusting bits. And we tell a new story every week. So don't forget to subscribe or follow. Firstly, hello to some of our patrons. Hello to Julia, who is 12, Caleb, who is 8, and Lincoln, who is 6. They live in Battersea in London. That's near us. Hello to Carter, who is 7, and his little sister, Rita. They live in Petaluma, California. Hello to Seraj, who is 7. He lives in Chicago and likes their Henry VIII and Hannibal episodes. We thought we would tell the story of the tomb of the unknown warrior. Several countries have this. Sometimes they call them the tomb of the unknown soldier instead. However, the first one was in Britain, and we call ours the tomb of the unknown warrior. It all started in World War I. This was a terrible war. The soldiers fought in trenches. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to fight we go. Millions were killed by machine guns. Or by explosions. The fighting was so terrible that many of the bodies were never found. Why would you do this to me? Ha, 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 ha. Even if they did find the body, they could not be sure who the body belonged to. And if they did find the body, there were far too many to bring home. So they buried them where they fell, usually in France. I understand the price of freedom. That meant that many people had no grave to visit their loved one. They knew they were dead, but could not properly say goodbye. A year after the war ended, the British had an idea. I got an idea! They would find one dead British soldier, about whom no one knew the name. Then they would bury that soldier at home to symbolise all the dead soldiers from the war who hadn't come home. Then anyone could go to that tombstone and remember either their own missing loved one or all the soldiers who had died. Everyone thought that this was a very good idea. A sound plan. They wanted to do it with great respect, though. For honour. The first thing they did was dig up four dead bodies of soldiers. No one knew who these soldiers were. They were placed in separate coffins in a chapel in France with a British flag on each coffin. A general then went in. He closed his eyes and randomly picked one of the coffins. Thank you. The other three coffins were reburied in France. However, the one he picked became the unknown warrior. The coffin was then taken to a French castle overnight. It was guarded by one of the bravest French regiments. In the morning, the body was placed in a new coffin. There is a palace in England called Hampton Court Palace. It was the palace of Henry VIII. They cut down an oak tree from the palace and made it into a coffin. The King of Great Britain had chosen a sword from his own collection. Draw swords! 
He chose a crusader sword when the people in England had gone to fight in the Holy Land hundreds of years before. The crusader sword was placed on the coffin. I am with you, my friend. The oak coffin with the body inside and the crusader sword on top was placed on a carriage and pulled by six black horses. <laughs> it was taken to the port. A thousand French schoolchildren led the way. Ten thousand French soldiers followed. All the church bells in the town rang. At the quayside, the most important French general saluted as the coffin was carried onto the waiting warship. The warship was named after the greatest French battle of the war, Verdun. Six battleships escorted her across the English Channel. As the ships approached the British port of Dover, the English castle there fired her guns in salute. The coffin was then taken by train to London. It was now the morning of the 11th of November. This was a special day because this was the day that the war had ended. We still remember it today, Armistice Day. The coffin was placed on a gun carriage and pulled by six army horses through London. Huge crowds lined the route. No one spoke. Silence. The unknown warrior in his coffin was taken to Westminster Abbey. Westminster Abbey is a very important place in Britain. It's one of the oldest churches in the world. It is over 1,000 years old. Many kings and queens are buried there. So are lots of other famous people. It is where the kings of England are crowned. For the king! And the queens! For the queen! They took the coffin inside. The path was lined by 100 soldiers who had won the Victoria Cross. This is the highest award for bravery in Britain. There were special guests too. The most important were 100 ordinary women. They had all of their husbands and all their sons in the war. Oh no! Every woman in that situation who asked to come was allowed to come. The coffin was placed in a specially dug hole at the entrance to the church. It was filled with earth taken from all the different battlefields. Then black marble was placed on top. The marble was taken from Belgium where many of the soldiers had died. There was an inscription carved into the marble. It is in old-fashioned language so we will make it a bit simpler. Underneath this stone rests the body of an unknown British warrior. Brought from France to lie among the most famous of the land. And buried here on Armistice Day on 11th November 1920. In front of the king, his government, his generals and many people from the nation. So we remember the many people who during the World War gave the most that a man can give. Life itself. For God. For king and country. For loved ones, home and empire. For the sacred cause of justice and the freedom of the world. They buried him 
among the kings because he had done good toward God and to his house. You will be remembered. A year later, America awarded the unknown warrior their highest honour, the Medal of Honour. Thank you. The next year, the princess who would become queen was getting married to who would become King George VI. Hello! Sometimes you will see her called the Queen Mother because she became the mum of our Queen Elizabeth. But back then, she was just a young princess getting married in Westminster Abbey. Her brother had been killed in the war. His body had never been found. Oh, man! The young bride had her bouquet. Traditionally, brides throw their bouquets in the air after they are married. <laughs> Fabulous! Bride may try and catch it. Pick a winner! However, this young princess did not. As she left the abbey with her new husband, she stopped by the tomb of the unknown warrior. She bent down and placed her bouquet on the tombstone to remember her lost brother. Since then, every royal bride has placed their bouquet on the tomb to remember the dead from the war. Love that! The tomb of the unknown warrior in Britain is not the only one. There is also a tomb of the unknown soldier in America, and they have different ones for different wars. If you would like to find out about them, then please do join our Patrons Club. We have an exclusive episode there all about the American Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. You can join at www.patreon.com forward slash history story time. All the details are in the show notes. Sleep tight. Don't let the best bugs bite.